the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Gobble, gobble, gobble. This is the Feed the Noise podcast, and Turkey Day is nearly upon us, Lundy, and I'm just going to sit and uh, fart all day long. That's pretty much it. I'm going to eat roughly 20,000 calories and just uh, poop my pants uh, from that point forward to the rest of the day and get drunk in the process as well and be in a sedate state for multiple hours on it. It is a wonderful, miserable holiday where you wake up the next day and you're like, what happened? Really, I wake up Monday and I ask that question. Same for you, probably, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I really don't want to discuss you sitting around with your flatulence, but, um, <laughs> you know, here we are, and there's nothing I can really do about it. No, no, no. I mean, there's no censor button. There's no drop. We don't edit this podcast. We just roll right through. So if I talk about uh, excessive gas, then uh, Lundy has to just grin and bear it, even mm-hmm. in my presence as well. So with that, mm-hmm. while, yeah, we're, thanks. while we're trying to stomach the action on Thanksgiving Day aside, a total of the three-game slate, a Bears-Lions, God forbid we have to watch that god-awful game, uh, Raiders-Cowboys or the nightcap of the Bills and Saints, which out of that trio do you have a favorite side and total on? Would you be surprised at all, given what's gone on in the NFL season this year, if the Bears and Lions went to overtime? <laughs> uh, is it going to be a 2-2 two to two final? <laughs> You know, like something where they're tied like 13-13 and which which remember, these games are spread out just enough that they give us all the god awful filler in between the games. Um, So I I might not actually mind if we manage to go to overtime just because it would fill the space uh, instead of uh, instead of all the nonsense that all the heartfelt stories that you knew were coming and they're trying to, you know, be tearjerkers. That's what they're trying to do. That's that's exactly what they're trying to do. So, yeah, I, I, it would not surprise me at all if we don't wind up with just some absolute uh, garbage. But you want you want my favorite of the day? Yeah, my favorite yeah, your game favorite of the game. day. Side I'm going whatever. I'm going with the trends, Brad, and that is I am going to take the under between the Bills and mm. the Saints. Here's a number for you: Thanksgiving night games, ten and four on the under, including six straight. Really? Yeah. And so I don't know if it's just that we're all in that mood by the end of the night because we're stuffed full of calories. <laughs> We've had way too many adult beverages. We're tired of arguing with fill in the blank relative. Yeah. What, uh-huh. Whatever it is, there is something about the Thanksgiving night games. I found that stat earlier this morning. Six straight Thanksgiving night games have hit the under. Wow, that's muy interesante. All right, so you're on the under on that one. I'm actually going to take the under on the Cowboys and Raiders game at 51. I, it's just too many points. Uh, look, both these teams are 5-5, five and five, split right down the middle and overs and unders this season. But here's what we know about the Las Vegas Raiders and what's stamped on their DNA. They just come out of the gate flat. It seems like every single week the offense cannot get going, and then it's just a mad dash to make the game competitive in the second half, regardless if it's a meek or mighty matchup. Now, you look at the Dallas Cowboys. uh, You know, they've given up their fair share of yards through the air, 269.1, as a matter of fact, and a 7.58 pass yards per attempt mark just to quarterbacks this season. And the Raiders have been bludgeoned in the trenches, but I don't see how on earth this game gets to on the over on the 51 I really don't so uh, that to me is the favorite 
wager on the board. So double unders? Are we already drunk? Maybe we are, as Lenny's going to tail the fan, baby. Trip to fan. <laughs> it, messes, it messes you up, man. It messes you up. It does, and I'm going to need that catnap uh, if it is an under in this Raiders-Cowboys game in the afternoon. With that, let's get to it on this Thanksgiving Eve with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lenny, props, props, and more player props. We love them. Uh, we adore them, and we got some Black Friday specials uh, nice and early here for you. And uh, let's talk about a man in black, and that is Darren Waller for the Las Vegas Raiders. Give me the under on 71.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Like, I, I think this number is just too damn aggressive. Uh, you look at Waller, he's coming off his second 100-yard game of the season. He's been over this now in two of his last three, but on the year, he has been under 71.5 yards in six of nine efforts. Uh, tied in 15 in yards per target. He is tied in nine this season as well in yards per catch. So not extraordinary numbers. Good, but not spectacular. And you look at uh, the ledger for the Dallas Cowboys and what they've done to the tight end position out. They have been somewhat generous. 5.3 receptions per game, 61.6 yards per game. But only Gronk way back in week one and Travis Kelsey, and he barely got over this number. Those are the only two guys to reach 72 or more yards against this Dallas Cowboys defense, again, at the tight end position. So Darren Waller under 71.5 receiving yards. Will he leave me in the black, Lundy? Fade or follow, minus 115 to DraftKings. This is going to be a bet sweat. I really, I actually think this is going to be a, uh, I, I think this is going to be close. I, if, I'm going to, I'm going to side with you on the under because of what Waller has done all season long. Uh, and you already brought up the stats in terms of what the Cowboys have done between Gronk and Kelsey. But the other thing that's happened with the Cowboys, you know, for example, their game against the Vikings, three guys combined for 71 at the tight end position. Well, we know that, you know, there's basically Darren Waller and then crickets uh, everywhere else. <laughs> Give, me Vegas. So, Give me some Moreau. Give me somebody else. Something. Exactly. Uh, so I think it's actually going to tuck on the under with this one but I think this one might be close I think this could be a fourth quarter uh where you know Derek Carr's you know maybe trying to lead them down for one more score and you know we'll see if Waller catches some sort of late uh opportunity but yeah I'm gonna side on the under with this one because even though he's managed to do it uh recently including last week you just look over the course of this season uh this Raiders team cannot wait for 2021 to be over yeah, no question about it, given all the off-the-field issues and turmoil that they have dealt with. Baller, Waller, uh, hopefully not so much. Number four. All right, let's go to the under nightcap, Lundy, that you are fearlessly forecasting. And I'm actually going to go with an over, and it's tied to a category you may not be thinking about with Josh Allen. Over on 32.5 rush yards, minus 114. At FanDuel Sportsbook, you look at Allen, uh, he's averaging 6.1 rush attempts per game, 34 flat rush yards per contest this season. He's been over this number in six of ten games this year. Now the Saints, man, they got beat up on the ground last week by the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts ran for a very nice uh, 69 yards. Taylor Heineke is the only other quarterback to go over this number. He had 40 on the ground, and the Saints are middle of the pack and highest pressure rate on quarterbacks this season. But Allen, I think, is going to call his own number. I think this game is going to be tight. I think it's going to be snug. And the duality will surface for the standout from the University of Wyoming. So are you going to cowboy up with me here on this over? 32 and a half rush yards. See what I did there. Minus 114 at FanDuel. Fade or follow. 
Uh, I will follow because it, it falls in line with the under that I took um, and expecting this to stay relatively close, which means uh, the playbook uh, stays open, uh, frankly, for both teams, because when you got a close game like that, you're not chasing, you're not airing it out nonstop. I think Josh Allen will be able to call his own number knowing um, that he's got opportunities to move the ball down the field. And like I said, I, if I'm going to take the under as I am, uh, then I think just the game script itself is going to lend it to him finishing the night with about 38 to 39 yards. I don't know that he's going to you know, put up the same kind of numbers that we saw uh, last week out of Jalen Hurts. Uh, I don't think he's going to get all the way up into the uh, into the 60s, but I do think he's going to push close to 40. Run, Buffalo Bill, run. Score that over for me, Joshy Allen. Number three. All right, let's talk about the game that we, you know, we're going to take the butter knife off the Thanksgiving Day table, and uh, I think we're just going to gouge our eyes out after enduring it for, God, I hope it's not an overtime finish, Lundy. I, I just want this game to go as quickly as possible. And for this Which man, is exactly why it's going to wind up in overtime, <laughs> just to screw <laughs> us to start off Thanksgiving. God, I'm going to be so most, hammered. I am going to be drunk as a skunk. With, by it's going to be game. so god awful, dude. It just, I, okay, I digress. Go right ahead. Make well, your pick. Look, the only way that we're going to, you know, muster and try to stomach and get through this game is firing off multiple tickets. So one ticket that I love, because it's mandatory, mandatory Montgomery over 75.5 rush yards, minus 114 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, remember when Monty faced the Detroit Lions at Hello Kitties back in week number four? Well, if you do not recall, let me uh, tell you and refresh your memory of what he did in that game. 23 carries, 106 yards, and a pair of touchdowns on the ground alone. We know that Detroit has been extremely forgiving in the trenches this season. 4.31 yards per carry, 114.7 rush yards per game to the running back position. A half dozen plowshares have gone over this number against them this season. You know Monty has got the shimmy, the shake, the wiggle, 2.95 yards at a contact per attempt, forcing a missed tackle right around 17% of the time. I think it's going to be 20 carries for Dave Montgomery. If you want to correlate, synergize, bring it all together with his over on rush attempt, 17 and a half, which is only a minus 105, I would hate you for it. So, Lundy, fade or follow mandatory Montgomery over 75.5 rush yards, minus 114 at FanDuel. Lions aren't stopping anybody. Come on. Yes, we're taking the over with this one. Yes, we're taking the over on his reception props. We're we're uh, we're, we're uh, rushing attempts. Excuse me. We're we're running with everything, uh, Montgomery in this one. Just because you know, come on, it's uh, it's Andy Dalton. Yep. It's uh, it, it's the Lions. It's uh, probably some really bad halftime show. I mean, come on, folks. The only way this early game is going to be fun uh, and is going to be worth watching is one of two things. You either have a lot of bets in play, a lot of player props in play, or you are telling members of your family that you are a huge Bears fan and therefore you have to watch the game and can't talk to them. Yeah, that is correct. It's probably going to be like Lou Bega, Mambo number five, just on repeat because I don't, am so sick don't, of that don't, don't, <laughs> damn don't, song. Don't, I went to an Illinois game recently, don't. and they were playing that, blaring it over the loudspeakers. I'm like, what year is this, 1995? Well, I mean, what the hell? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, look, uh, just get drunk, bet on the over on Dave Montgomery, and deal with the repercussions later. With that, stay tuned for our top. 
Turkey Day Picks plus college basketball, NBA, NHL in bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get back to the Thursday affairs, and let's go back to the Motor City. And one player I think is going to rev his engine besides mandatory Montgomery for my Chicago Bears Darnell Mooney, give me the over 55.5 receiving yards at minus 114 at FanDuel Sportsbook. I'll lend you this is an extraordinarily soft number. Uh, similar to Dave Montgomery, back at week four, he ripped the Lions a new one. Five catches, 125 yards in that effort. Uh, his ADOT is down a little bit this season. Wide receiver 45 and average at the target, but he's wide receiver 20 and yards per route run. He's been over this in two of his last three games. You mentioned the red rifle, the heat miser, whatever you want to call him. Andy Dalton, uh, more pocket-tied. And, you know, he connected with Darnell Mooney on a long touchdown reception last week. And I think a similar outcome will transpire on your television screen in the opener on Thanksgiving Day. The Lions give it up 8.27 pass yards per attempt. It doesn't matter if he gets A.J. Parker or Jacobs in coverage. Jacobs giving up a 96.3 passer rating. Parker 120.8 out of the slot. Mooney should cruise passes. I-, I wouldn't be shocked if he doubled the number, to be honest with you. So fade or follow Darnell Mooney, over 55.5 receiving yards, minus 114 at FanDuel. This is the guy that's going to benefit from Dalton. It's the one guy. It's the one, None of us are going to benefit from Dalton on uh, sitting on our couch. I mean, believe me, uh, this, this, I'd, I'd much rather be watching Justin Fields. At least yeah, it's somewhat entertaining. Uh, at least it's somewhat entertaining. But this guy is going to benefit from having a dude that's pocket-tied that has to throw the ball. I, I think he's going to see a lot of targets, and I think he's going to easily cruise past this number. So this, for me personally, would have been the number one uh, mm. prop on the list mm. uh, because I feel very confident with this one. I think he gets to somewhere between 70, 77 yards, Brad. So I think he's going to cruise past this by uh, at least 15, 20 yards. Blast off! With Darnell Mooney. Number one. All right, my number one play on the board. Lundy's already revealed his hand. He would have had Darnell Mooney in this slot. But, man, I salivated, uh, not at the thought of the deep-fried turkey, uh, that uh, I will be standing around the deep fryer, throwing down some barley pops, uh, probably watching and staring at the bird cook instead of watching that stupid Bears-Lions game. But uh, I love the overall and everything Tony Pollard. Uh, tomorrow, Lundy, and here's the reason why. I, I, let's focus here first on the rush yards. I got the number when it opened at an absurd value. It was a very, very soft line uh, when it came out, and that number was 34.5 rush yards. It has now jumped to 39.5 rush yards pretty much everywhere. It's Caesars, DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, wherever you're betting legally in your particular state. Uh, it's going to be right around the 40 mark. I still think this is too low, and I'm taking the over on it with conviction. Why? Because Vegas, uh, it is a jello mold defensively there in the trenches. 4.470 yards per carry, 104.1 rush yards per game allowed to the running back position. 11 running backs have reached the 40-yard mark against them this season. Uh, And you look at TP, uh, it's TP for your bunghole and for your bankroll as well. 3.42 yak per attempt this season. That's one of the better numbers in the NFL. That's top 10. He's been over this in seven of his last nine games as well. And on top of it, I'll do a little early bonus time. Love the overners receiving yards prop, which uh, opened at 12 and a half. It's up to 14 and a half. Hell, he's been over that in five of his last six games. And again, 
You may not have C.D. Lamb. You're definitely not going to have Amari Cooper. So your number one wideout in this game could be Michael Gallup. Ultimately, I think this is going to be a ground-and-pound emphasis in a short week to prepare, knowing the shortcomings defensively of Vegas, which means a whole lot of Zeke. He's going to eat, and so will Tony Pollard. So fade or follow Pollard over 39.5 rush yards, minus 115 in DraftKings. And if you want to give me a fade or follow on the receiving yards, 14.5 on that over, I'd love to hear it. Give me all the Pollard. <laughs> all the Pollard. Yeah! It's, it's like the green bean casserole. You oh, got to make – you got to make two. You got to make two dishes of that. Yep, one is for definitely. me. One is for everybody else. Um, that's just that's, that's how a lot it works. of fiber, Lundy. Oh, so tasty, so tasty. That is good. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take all of the uh, all the overs that you want to give me associated with Tony Pollard. Uh, he is. If you're doing a uh, a Thanksgiving Day slate in DFS, mm-hmm. make sure he is somebody that you're utilizing. Um, I would I would absolutely jump all over that one. Um, I, I I like the number as you said. You got it super soft uh, to start things off. So I, I think this is just this is an easy one to run with. All right, my man. Hopefully, you got some more easy winners as well. Maybe still on the Thursday night slate or any other sport, possibly on this Wednesday. It's bonus time. What do you got, Lundy? Uh, I'm going to take Zeke Elliott at plus 450 to score the first touchdown. Doesn't it just seem oh, yeah, right after everything that happened when he jumped into the uh, Salvation Army kettle, <laughs> kettle yeah. a few years back? He got flagged and fined. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so anyway, he is at a plus 450 to score the first touchdown. So if if your favorite sports book uh, has one of those, uh, you know, opportunities where you bet on the first touchdown score and then you get your money back or, you know, there's all those different little promotions that these guys do. Um, um, I like I like Zeke Elliott to score the first touchdown at plus 450. So I'll throw that one out um, for uh, Thursday in hockey tonight. Brad, 28 teams are in action. Holy part of that, cow. Are, are you going to be all right? Is, I'll, I, I, I'm going to need uh, fluids intravenously. <laughs> um, no, uh, part of that is because they take Thanksgiving Day off. There are no hockey games on uh, Thanksgiving. So the teams are in action. A uh, couple that I like, a couple uh, heavy, heavy favorites. Um, Boston is a massive favorite over Buffalo. Not a big surprise there. Edmonton is going to be on the second night of a back-to-back, but <laughs> they're taking on Arizona. I mean, come on. Uh, Arizona barely has a hockey team at this point. They're so bad. Uh, if you put both of those together on a mo- just straight money line, you get it to a plus 100, uh, which I know isn't a great payday, but both of those teams should cruise, especially Edmonton, who not only is playing Arizona, but they got kind of embarrassed by Dallas last night. So I would imagine the Oilers come out uh, with guns ablazing and mm. take care of Arizona relatively quickly. So that two leg money line gets you to plus 100. Then uh, in the NBA tonight on the late night tip, Golden State is a massive favorite over the 76ers. I don't care. Give up the points. Uh, the Warriors are minus 10 and a half. This is a team that is 13 and five against the spread this season and eight and three against the spread at home. Follow the trends. The Warriors are beating teams up right now. I think I got to go back and look, Brad. I think the Warriors are number one in the NBA in defensive efficiency right now. So everybody wants to talk about how they can score. This team's playing D, too. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, I think that's a great call on Steph Curry and company. Uh, Let me get you another pick in the NFL on Thursday. I'm going to take the over on DeAndre Swift. I got it at 60.5 on rush yards. I know it's up to 64.5. I'd still take the over on it. Uh, DeAndre Swift has gone for a buck 30 and a buck 36 in back to back games. That was at Pittsburgh and at Cleveland. Now you get the Bears. 
I got no Khalil Mack. Uh, Keem Hicks may or may not play in this game, and he is really the enforcer inside in that interior part of the line for the Bears. Doesn't really matter. And Bears give it up 4.47 yards per carry, 105.4 rush yards per game. And I think Swift, in a game that should be competitive, will get at least you know 15 or so carries in this game and cruise past, whether it's 16.5 or 64.5 on that rush yards number. I also like the under on Derek Carr, 268.5 pass yards in which he has done uh, consistently here uh, the last couple of games and actually four of his last seven he's QB 29 in adjusted completion percentage since week seven and Dallas uh, has not given up a passer of 269 or more yards in six straight games so again I like the under on car there on that 268 and a half pass yards mark uh, let's go with the NBA. Let me give you a player prop. Uh, split right down the middle last night with our player props featured on the pod. Uh, hopefully, this will be a profitable one for you. Gonzaga absolutely steamrolled last night. UCLA, as I foresaw. I loved them at the first half line. I actually took the over, too, if you follow the spreadsheet on Chet Holmgren points. I had to sweat that sucker out, but we cashed on that one. So, we're going to stick with the Zags team, but carry it over the, to the pros. And I'm going to go with Jalen Suggs over. Three and a half rebounds. It's juiced up a little bit of FanDuel, a minus 128. Uh, he's taking on Charlotte. He has done this in three straight games, four of his last six. The Hornets are the second worst team in, in, in terms of what they've allowed to opponents and rebounds per game. Uh, and he had five boards against Charlotte back in October when these two teams met earlier this season. So, again, Suggs over three and a half rebounds. And my favorite bet on the board in college basketball Lay the chalk with the hall. Yar! I think the Pirates are going to send a Cal down to Davy Jones's locker. Cal is one of the worst Power Five uh, teams in the country. This game being played on a neutral floor in Fort Myers. Suffocating defense of Seton Hall. Number 10 in the nation, effective field goal percentage defense. They're aggressive. They're experienced. They got the inside-outside combo. Yet Samuel inside. Aiken, Kale, and Harris outside. And Cal is just horrendous pretty much everywhere, Lundy. Number 282 in three-point percentage D. Number 273 in two-point percentage offense. And they're coming off a 20-point shellacking doled out by Florida. So I think Seton Hall will win by a similar margin in that game. And with that... Woo, that is a plate full of picks. Uh, that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly if you enjoy this podcast? Happy Thanksgiving. And as always, until next time, remember we're off the rest of this week. We'll catch you on Monday. Feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.